Welcome to the Mustang Message, a Dallas Center Grimes Community School District podcast. My name is Ann Wimhoff. I'm the Director of Communications and your host. Today on the podcast, I would like to welcome our Associate Superintendent of School Improvement, Jill Van Workham. Hi, Jill. How are you today? I'm well. Thank you, Ann, for inviting me and having me today. Oh, well, thanks for being on the show. Um, I want to start off by asking you a little bit about what do you what does that big long title mean? <laughs> what do you do here at DCG? Well, in this position, I focus on areas within school improvement. Those include um, teacher and student supports through curriculum, materials, or assessments, as well as professional development to improve instructional practices um, in the areas of academics and social-emotional well-being. And I wanted to bring you on today to talk a little bit about um, computer science. And I know that there are new standards uh, coming into effect for this upcoming school year that are required by the Department of Education. But... What does that mean for for us at DCG? Well, one of the things that um, that those new standards and requirements from the department mean for us is we need to do some work around ensuring that we have a computer science course ready to roll in twenty in the next school year at the high school level, and then the following year to have computer science courses that incorporate those standards offered to our kindergarten through eighth grade students, um, as well as having that work to do, but also create a a truly formal plan that we submit to the state in in our efforts in that area. Uh, For us, fortunately, we really have dug in. We have teachers who are excited about the area of computer science, and we have some teachers who have um, done the work to earn the endorsement for their computer science endorsements, as well as their current you know, teaching license they hold. And so that's been very beneficial for us. I think that's great that we're just a little bit ahead of the curve when it comes to um, the computer science standards already. So talk to me a little bit about how we integrate technology and this learning throughout the district. Yeah, currently, um, like I said, we're fortunate we have a course that we've already had in place at um, our high school, and we have a basic computer science and advanced computer science course. And actually, our basic computer science course this year actually has doubled in enrollment numbers, um, which is it is great. It's it's showing that we do have that interest um, in our high school population that are interested in in the area of computer science, which is a vast, gives them many opportunities in the future. And so we we have those two courses currently um, and have had those in the last year or so. And at Oakview, our 7-8 building, we've had the opportunity to have two teachers who participated in some training last summer. Um, so that is that is a commitment as well to spend a number of days during your summer um, learning about something new. And we are integrating computer science courses in seventh and eighth grade this year as our first years in implementation to see what that looks like to give us a little idea of where we need to strengthen areas um, with these two computer science courses, as well as looking at where are some areas that may be too much for this new um, these two new courses for our seventh and eighth graders. We're just um, dipping our toe in a little bit too with our fifth and sixth grade building um, to to have some computer science experiences there. Both seventh and eighth grade and fifth and sixth grade will continue 
to grow in that as we get past our first year and in those early implementation. I also know earlier this year we had um, some representatives from our local AEA come in and, and do some things even at the elementary school level. Yes. Um, and that they were able to, I, I believe even as young as second grade, um, was able to take part in a coding day. And they're learning those skills so much younger yes. um, nowadays than, than, you know, what I did for sure. Mm-hmm. And I just think that that the sooner and and the more exposure our students can get um, to technology at a younger age is so good. I mean, shoot, they come to school now knowing so much more than, you know, I remember learning basic typing. Yeah. And, and technology really is so much more than that now. And um, it's really neat to see the evolution of how that has, has come about. Mm-hmm. What... Um, kind of hands-on experiences have we been able to provide for um, computer science for our students? You know, our students in both buildings at um, Oakview and the high school have have taken some opportunities to build apps. So they have created their own apps. Um, a couple of them um, were shared kind of, of those creations. Oh, I'd say in the winter, um, maybe December month, and talking about some of those apps that they created, one of which I thought I might need to um, track down our students and see if we can share that with me. And that's um, where all the rooms are located at the high school. Um, <laughs> yes. now, that we've, now that we've had that shift, so <laughs> that would be that would be good for me. We also are so fortunate to have some com, uh, community partners with Corteva, John Deere, and Hy-Vee. Um, all three are are community partners that are interested in growing our own in the area and and having our kids take advantage of opportunities in science technology engineering and mathematics as well as that computer science piece and some people i know will might think oh well i could see maybe if it's john deere there might be some computer science with that just in the way we now um move through maybe harvest or planting with with the computerized um, systems and, and tractors, but Corteva being an ag- agri-science area and Hy-Vee, maybe I'll say, and I may be showing my age, <laughs> I think immediately of groceries only, um, and that isn't the case anymore right. either. You I know, mean, when we're ordering my groceries through aisles online. And even um, the logistics behind mm-hmm, yes. how all of that works and you know, how the product comes to the store and then not only how, I mean, particularly with the new Hy-Vee here in Grimes, how interactive the store is yes. and that the scan me and the, you know, you can just walk through the store and put everything on your phone and, mm-hmm. and how how everything from even paying is so technological now. Yes. And, and we're fortunate, you know, with those community partnerships and the innovation that all three of those have and uh, some opportunities for our kids in the future. Now, talk to me about, you know, computer science and, and really what these thought processes help provoke students and learning in general. You know, computer science teaches students how to think um, in steps, processes while solving problems. They think they're thinking analytically, you know, with the new outlook in moving away from just that simple kind of maybe antiquated or, or idea of technology, we're really talking about 
um, computer science and realizing we're preparing students not just for jobs in IT, but computer science and the and the vast opportunities that gives our, our, our kids um, after they leave here. Yes, those, the critical thinking skills that, that, you know, these processes help them up, set them up for, I think, is, is great. And sometimes because we have technology at our fingertips, kids forget how to problem solve and really mm-hmm. go back and find the root of what that is. So I think going through these stages and having these offerings um, at this stage, you know, as young as second grade and even younger is is an outstanding thing. And thank you for coming on Absolutely. today to kind of set the stage. Um, next up, I'm going to talk with two of our teachers about what exactly they work on with the students in the classroom. Um, so again, I want to extend my thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you again. Thanks for having me. Welcome, Mrs. Parizo and Ms. Fuller to the show today. Thank you so much for agreeing to be on. Um, I want to have you guys introduce yourself and tell me what you teach, what grade levels, can I throw that all out there for us? Sure, I'll go ahead and go first. Um, I'm Ashley Perizzo, like she was saying. Um, I am the computer science teacher over at the high school building. So I have grades nine through 12. And I have classes that include basic computer science, advanced computer science, and then web development as well. Great. How about you, Sherry? I am Sherry Fuller, and I am the seventh grade uh, computer science teacher at Oakview. And I have every seventh grader every third day. So that's about 260 kids Every third day, I teach them um, seventh grade computer science that we just started this year. Ah, so they keep you busy. In order to get ready for all of those students, tell me a little bit about um, what you guys have gotten ready for from a professional development um, standpoint that you've done throughout you know, the last school year and the changes that are, are coming from the state. Yeah, so I think both Sherry and I kind of saw this change was coming. Um, I was at a different school district at the time, but um, we both ended up taking the same class through you and I, kind of preparing people to start in this computer science department. So they had a program set up that allowed us all to kind of get on the same page, know what the subject area is, know kind of how to teach it and everything. And so we actually met that way. And then now we end up working for the same district, which is kind of cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That kind of got this, the stage rolling for us so that we could um, get started anyways on our computer science path. Sherry, you've experienced that same, um, what did you call it? Script? Is that right? Workshop? Well, we were in a the in computer science endorsement program with you and I. Okay. It was, it was actually a newer program that they put together. We were the second cohort that went through where it's um, it was all full-time teachers that um, either taught um, computer science already with Ashley and I, I think we were both kind of interested in it. And then we kind of jumped into the program and and that program took two years for us to get done. And then you guys worked together um, just strictly this year doing some outside professional development at a workshop. Is that right? Yeah, I think it was a two-day workshop through the AEA. Um, 
that is the script workshop, I believe it was called. And they had us work together to kind of get our vision and our focus set up that we wanted for our computer science department at our school district. And then they also kind of helped us like set up a timeline of when we wanted things to occur um, to make sure that we were hitting all those timelines so that all the computer science courses were going to roll out at the right time, you know, that followed along with what the state has for us. Okay. And I know we're a little bit ahead of the game um, in that retrospect. So I think kudos to you guys for, for taking that jump early and um, really helping set DCG apart in this area. Um, so what are some of those opportunities that the classes that you teach give our students in computer science, what kind of hands-on experience they're getting and what they're actually doing in your classes? Um, I'll start just because, uh, you know, being younger, the younger kids, and then Ash can take over with the older ones. But um, going into computer science this fall, since that requirement didn't have to be in the classroom until fall of 22, um, we, we did get a jump on it. And last summer, we took, um, when I say we, I mean myself and uh, Mr. Nyquist, who teaches eighth grade computer science, we took a class with the AEA and it was called the CS Discoveries class. And we were in this class with, you know, several other teachers that are full time that they had kind of talked to their administration and they let them know that that, that was going to be part of their responsibility. So CS Discoveries is a um, a class, I guess, with that code.org is the one that wrote that and supports that. And so in, in getting, going through that, we, um, it was a whole week class and we learned how the CS discoveries, um, unit works and what it is, is that's for sixth, seventh and eighth grade. And then, um, they also have a CS principles, which Ashley uses, um, sometimes in the high school too. So, um, we've, uh, really kind of tried to mold it where the kids were learning all of the things in the units, but we wanted to make sure that we didn't have duplication, um, because that's something that the kids kind of get frustrated with if they right. go from building to building. Um, and their interests that way too, right? And they're getting yeah. to experience new things at, at, at different levels. Right. And so build upon each other. You know, with, with what I do in seventh grade, I, they touch on problem solving, um, web development, which is coding in HTML. And then right now we just started an animation and games unit. And um, so the kids have really embraced it, um, which has been really nice. Um, but it seems to be going very well thus far. Now, Sherry, are your is your class um, a requirement? Do all seventh graders take your class? Yes. Okay. All right. That's awesome. Yep. And they and they'll take um, computer science again in eighth grade too. Okay. Yeah, they rotate with um, study hall, PE, and computer science. Okay. And then Ashley, kind of transitioning to you, it's a selected class or are any of these requirements at the high school level? Um, it is just required to be offered. So okay. the kids get to choose whether they want to take my classes or not. Okay. So tell me a little bit about what they're doing in class. Sure. Yeah. Look, the first day when they come in, I tell them, hey, you guys are a step ahead of other people because technology is everywhere. 
you have to understand the basics of how some things work. It's going to make you a better consumer. It's going to make you a better user of technology. So even though you're, they, they call it the new literacy because <laughs> you don't learn to read to become a professional reader, right? Same thing with coding. You don't learn to code to become a professional coder necessarily. You know, it helps you in all other facets of life. So just knowing a little bit about technology is going to put you ahead of so many other people career-wise, you know, just everyday life-wise. Right. Um, so I say- I mean, it's everywhere, right? You can't go to the grocery store without experiencing some type of technology. Yes, yes. And you're going to know like, oh, this is processing this. Here's the inputs that are going in. Here's the outputs that are coming out. I mean- it, it, it'll, it will help you with everything, you know, that technology, it's not going away, like you said. So, right. So yeah. what, have, what have been some of your students' favorite projects that they have worked on throughout the school year, or maybe even past last year that, that have been implemented in the classrooms? Sure. Um, one of the favorite things um, in basic computer science is creating an app. And they have no limitations on this app because they are not actually like creating down to the code or anything, but we're learning the design process. Um, So they get to, you know, start with their idea, have it come to life. Um, They put together a couple sample screens of how it would work and what it would look like. And then we actually had a day where we had um, other teachers and administration come in and they were like kind of our sharks. So we did like a shark tank day. Yeah, that's so awesome. What a way to engage students. Yeah. So they got to get up there, you know, none of the other kids were in there. So they were just in front of the sharks and they got to talk about their app, show them it. You know, the kids are really into that. They had, Oh, you scan this QR code and you can check it out right there on your phone. And so uh, I think the sharks were eating it up, you know, they love it. <laughs> so. um, but yeah, um, in web design, um, we actually get to build our own web pages as well. So they get to build their own website, do whatever they want. Um, I'm evolving the project as we speak and this time through, they are going to work with like an after-school group program um, where they're going to create them a website. So they're going to get a chance to kind of work with um, a customer in this case. Oh, and awesome. I would love for in the future to get the community more involved and have them actually go out to a business and work with them and discuss what they would want on a webpage and things like that. Oh, that's great. I mean, especially, you know, I know we have a few of those partnerships kind of already in motion with John Deere and Corteva and Hy-Vee. So getting um, to pull those groups and that, what an opportunity for students. Yeah, yeah. Especially the hands-on stuff is what we're looking at, so. Great. And, And how about you, Sherry? What have been some of the favorite projects that your students have worked on within this last school year? Well, within the last school year, um, the kids have really taken to web development and um, and just making that website because I think they really feel that personal component where they can do what they want. And I showed them, you know, since DCG is a, a Google user, I showed them the difference between HTML building your website versus Google Sites, which is a site builder and using that. And I did the difficult one first, which is HTML. (laughs) And the kids were like, yes, we get to do Google sites now. So I take them in that and it's not as user-friendly as they, I mean, think that it's going to be. It's easier because it's a lot of click and drag, but with HTML, you have more freedom to do what you want to do on the page. It doesn't um, have the limitations that a site builder has. 
And so for the students to see that, you know, they can, you know, secondhand see that because they're in their classes, their teachers, like their language arts teachers will say, okay, you could either do a flyer, um, a video or a website. So they pick Google Sites and that's what they think is a website, which it really is a website. But when you get to the down and dirty of getting the website um, and everything you want on it and the colors you want to use and the pictures and everything, you know, um, the kids tend to be more, I want to do the hard work because I want to be able to do it like I want to do it. I don't want to have to do it like the builders making me do it. Sure. Well, so, and I think that's a great example of like that cross curricular, you know, not only are you using that for your, your class specifically, but then they get to take that in into different classrooms as well. I, I really like to hear about that. And I'm sure parents do too, right? Those um, cross ties. They're learning more than just that, that skill for your class. Yeah. And I actually had students when we did the website project, I had students that said, Ms. Fuller, can we, can we do our website in, in HTML? Do we have to do it in the, the website builder? And I said, you know, it's going to take you longer, but if that's what you want to do, I will give you more time to be able to do that. Um, but they just, you know, that makes me happy because it's those kids that are continually pushing themselves to, you know, beyond the limits and they are wanting things. They want it to be a challenge. They feel better when they see the result and it's something that has challenged them. You know, I think to that's, get there. that's great. And it leads into my next question, um, which is like those light bulb moments, you know, as teachers, you guys get to see those um, more frequently. And so I think what you just explained, Sherry, is a great example of that. Like, hey, this, this HTML might be the harder route, but it's going to be what I want, you know, give me ver more versatility in the long run and what I want to do. So they're doing, doing it that way uh, to begin with. So that's really cool. Do you have any other light bulb moments, Sherry or Ashley, that you can share with our listeners about, you know, things that, oh, I didn't get this, but now I do or whatever it might be? You know, one thing with the seventh graders, I mean, because they have actually learned some of this, you know, they'll say third or fourth grade, but it's just a very skim on the top layer that they've done this. And so when I'm going through this, the thing that you find that you have, um, you're going to have like of your class of 10 kids or 30 kids, whatever, um, you're going to have your high flyers, the kids that are flying fast through this stuff, they don't really need our help. And they just are going. Then you have your middle group where um, they're catching on pretty fast, but it's still new to them. And then you have your kids that they aren't really for sure what this is all doing. They'll give, they'll give you effort, but they need more of your help and guidance through it. So it makes the class kind of interesting because, because you're trying to be there for the kids that are flying through this because they still have questions, but they might be, you know, five lessons ahead of everybody else because that I've seen with the kids that are on, I guess, the lower part of it. And I don't mean by skill level. I just mean lower part of trusting themselves to do it um, is that they're thinking it's pretty cool what this stuff does. So, you know, I think by the time they get to Ashley, we're going to have some we're going to have some buy-in. Like I already have buy-in from probably about 10 students that want to build a website coding it, 
you know, well, when they take my class in seventh and they're going to take the one in eighth grade, and then Ashley's going to have classes nine through 12 that are going to be more, you know, challenged. But I tell them when you get ready to, you know, register for your classes in high school, these are going to be options and you're going to be able to make an educated decision as to what you want to do. How about you, Ashley? Have there been any um, light bulb moments that you've seen in your students? Um, so a lot of people, when they think of computer science is programming, right? So I'm going to jump back to what else computer science is. And it's, you know, talking about how the internet's working, all the pieces that make it up, the hardware, um, everything that's going on in the background there, you know, how data is built from ones and zeros, right? So the first whole semester, we talk about that kind of stuff. And my favorite part is when the kids ask like furthering questions. Oh, so when I'm gaming and I have my computer set up like this and this, you know, it's like, okay, so yeah, here, we're getting it. We're tired. Yeah, you're starting to speak their language then, right? Yes, we have yes. to put in the gaming and it's like, oh, that really does do this. I, yeah. yeah. So those are my favorite light bulbs. Like, oh, I can tie this to stuff I'm really doing. Yes, you can. You're using it all the time. That's so awesome. Those, those are my favorite little aha moments. Well, I really appreciate your guys' time today. And as we wind down, um, I, I have one final question for both of you, and this is kind of how we end all of our podcasts. And um, it is, who is your favorite teacher, at, at, you know, throughout your education and why? So Sherry, I'm going to start with you. Back to honestly, my second and third grade teacher, because she would go above and beyond. And I mean, for her students, she would go to bat for her kids. You could tell the heart she had for education and teaching her kids and being there for them through the way she taught. Well, Ashley, how about you? Who is your, who is your favorite teacher and, and why? Sure. Well, we didn't have computer science back then. So <laughs> I have to pick a teacher who didn't teach that. Um, I would say Mrs. Doonan in or in high school, sorry. She was our school publications teacher. So this was the class that wrote for the paper and wrote, did the yearbook. And so she gave us all these tools to succeed in both of those things. And she was there for us every step of the way, but yet she would back off and allow us to have enough freedom to be creative and try new things, which was so fun to do. Well, I love it. Well, thank you ladies for coming on the show today. Thanks for sharing what you're doing with your students and a little about your uh, favorite teachers and and time spent today. So um, I appreciate it. And have a great day.